Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Richard Kunst. I'm here with Cindy Jennings, and we are the Duluth edition of Real Presence Live, one of the most beautiful places in the United States, Duluth, Minnesota. But anyhow, let us start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we ask you to be with us this morning and throughout the whole day on this election day. We pray that uh, you may bring peace to our nation, especially after this day of and this contentious election that we've had. We pray for our listeners and we pray for our guests, and we do this for all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Name, Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, you know, I've been a priest for a long time, and I've never been good at doing those prayers that you just make up. It's like I always like I, I feel like I'm tongue tied. Really? Yeah. I I'm mean, I'm shocked just, by that. I just rather do like the the Our Father, and you know. Oh. But anyhow, but did yeah. you know you put me on the spot like that once? Did I ask you to say a prayer? Yes. What was that for? That was for um, a Holy Communion. Okay. For one of the kids this year. I what? What did I do? You made me say that prayer. And was, I was like, oh. was it well, was it at your house? No, this was at St. Elizabeth's. Oh. Okay. You put me on the spot. It's fine. Right. I did okay. You, you look, you look but a little I actually, scarred. I'm used to those kind of prayers. So it's, but... so it's election day. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Exciting. Finally. It is exciting. <gasps> it is exciting. Very yep. exciting. Yeah. And um it's pro life. We want pro life. We'll say that. Candidates that are pro life, that's the important thing. A lot of right. other, there's a lot of other important things, but that's a big one. Womb uh, to death, really. Yeah, what? Womb to death. Like exactly. Yep. All the way From through. conception. Conception. Yep, all the way to the end. So if you're listening and you haven't voted yet, take that into consideration <laughs> from a priest and somebody that's not a priest. A Anyhow, very, a very wise, wise have, priest. A, a wise priest. So we haven't done this for a while. Because I had COVID last month. How'd that go for you? It, Maybe it, you should tell them kind of. Well, I mean, it, yeah, we're, we might have a lot of time during the Q&A time. If people oh, aren't going to call true. in questions till the last five minutes, as is usual. But, uh, yeah, we can maybe we can hold on to that a little bit later because our guest is ready and waiting because we're already running like a minute short. I don't want to cheat her anymore. No, So, yay. Cheryl Foldesey. So, f- first off, Cheryl, who's a prisoner, so I know her well, so don't be scandalized how I talk to her. So, I see, so I know how I've always pronounced your name, but then they, in our notes here, they put it like phonetically and they spell, they put it phonetically differently than what I say it. So is it fall to see, like I always say, or is it fall to see? Fall to see. It is fall to see. So is fall it, to see. Is like it fall to see. Oh, so yeah. it is fall. So I've been fall. saying it wrong Me this whole too. time? Me too. right. Say it again. Fall to see? We say fall to see instead of fall to see. I don't know. I didn't grow up a fall to see. Fall Oh, fall. that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people say fall desi. Okay. Well, anyhow, that's a, okay. So anyhow, so Cheryl, welcome to Real Presence Live, and why don't you tell us first a little bit about yourself? Um, she's she, okay. So all the listeners, Cheryl's a little bit nervous. I'm really she's nervous. Just, I've so never been be, on the radio. Okay. Well, they can't see you. So just pretend you're having a conversation with just me and Cindy. All right. So tell so, us a little bit about yourself. Well, I grew up in Duluth in Morgan Park. And okay, I, that's enough. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Besides <laughs> I, that. I married to Jim Faldesey. How'd you pronounce his last name? Faldesey. Okay, all right. And we've been married for 27 years. 
Wow. Okay. We have eight kids. Wow. Um, well, I mean, I shouldn't say, well, I knew that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> from, uh, the oldest is just turned 26 and okay. he's married and then down to 11 years old, wow. Daniel. Yeah. And they all went to school here at St. James. Great. Very smart. Yeah. And one girl. I have one girl and she is in 10th grade. Okay. Well, great. And, and I have one that's engaged. Yeah. To be and, married May 1st. And how many are married? One's married, one's engaged. Okay. So I have one daughter-in-law. And so when are you going to be a grandma? Not yet. I don't okay. know. All right, all right. I'm probably asking the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Cheryl, so we got you on in regards to the, well, I'll let Cindy ask that question. What? Oh, to mom's group. Yeah. What's, that, what's yeah. the deal? So can you discuss mom's group and what that kind of for, be, And before you do that, I just want to say to the listeners, so I've been a priest in the city of Duluth for a long time. And it was everybody knew, even though I wasn't from this part of town, Duluth is a big enough town to where I was on a different side of town. Everybody knew who's the St. James Moms group. It's like there's a, a bit of a notoriety to it in our area. And so, Saint, in fact, even back, at, it was in the year 2004, I came and gave a talk to the St. To the James Moms group. So it's been around for a while. So I'm just, for the listeners, I'm letting people know that in Duluth, this is a bigger deal than just a single parish. So, sorry. Go ahead, Cindy. No, go you can ahead. ask that question No, again. it's, you're right. I, uh, Maybe you can just kind of discuss what it's about, and I know you've been in it for how many years? Um, I think we started in 1997. Wow. So were you part of the starting? Yes, okay. me wow. and a few other moms. We wanted to start a group where we could come and bring our children and then have a nursery there so we'd get a break, and where we could pray and have fellowship and study about the church. And was it a prerequisite that you were a mom to join? Yes, it's okay. always been called the St. James Catholic Moms Group. So, Although we do have some grandmas, but they are moms. But yes. They're kind of beyond, but they're kind of... We welcome moms of all ages. Yes. Okay. So what do you guys do then? I mean, okay. So, 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 well, so we so started... Tell us, tell, yeah, tell us a little bit about how it started sure. again. It started, I think, in 1997, and Father Joe Serbo was our priest okay. here. All right. And so he helped us start it, and he said, you must start with the rosary. And then we're like, well... He's a maybe. bit bossy, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's great. Oh, okay. he, we thought maybe just one decade of the rosary because we'd scare away people. And he's like, no, if you do the whole rosary, you'll get people to come. And so we started with that. And he always said to do the St. Michael's, like St. Michael prayer too. Okay. And that would help. And so we started. Our first babysitter was Mrs. Meyer, who is now the second grade teacher. Oh, okay. Sure. She was in college. At that time. So just, okay, so just think, so it's like the the wee little children that you had that were like maybe in the cradle back then, they're now like getting married, right? Right. So, you, this so I been was, going on for a Mark, while. my son Mark was a baby and now he's 24 and engaged. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. I love looking at the pictures because you guys are so young. <laughs> so, Shannon's so holding a baby. So what exactly do you do with the moms group? I and mean, what do you guys do? So I we, mean, what do you girls do? Sorry. <laughs> well, we began, began with the rosary. We Right. The rosary. But besides that. And then every year we pick a book to okay. read and we read it during the class. We tried to give assignments and have people do it at home and that never worked because the moms are too busy. Yeah. So we always read it in the classroom and but if, then we but discuss if Father, it. But if Father Joe Service said, you women have to read this at home, they probably would have done it, right? Probably. Okay. And then we always have a treat. We have coffee and something to eat and fellowship. That's very important Yeah. that we can get together and have fun and support each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so I'm the pastor here now, and it's like, so I, I'll pop into the moms group. It's like I'm not even there. It's like they're all just sitting there and talking, you know. So it's like, like well, okay, see you guys later. I, so the fellowship is a big part of it, right? Yeah, prayer, fellowship, and study. Right. 
I'll tell you my story with this because I joined, I want to say, I don't know how long it's been, seven years ago maybe? And Cheryl used to come up to me at the end of mass and be like, hey, we got this mom's group. And I'm like, great. I don't really need a mom's group. I just don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. You know, you kind of have that. You're kind of trying to conquer the world with your children by yourself. And you don't think that you need help. But it's like she kept approaching me and she kept approaching me. And eventually I'm like, okay, I'll try it. It was like the best decision ever. Really? Ever. Yes. The fellowship. And for me, as some people know, and maybe they don't, but my husband passed away from cancer. It was like right before he got diagnosed, I had this amazing support system in place. And it's just, it's so wonderful to meet so many people. And you might not hang out with all of them, but there's so many you can find a group to hang out with, to be supportive. And it, it was just really incredible. So it's bigger than St. James. We call it the St. James Moms Group. But I mean, when I go in there, it's like, it seems like half of them are not my parishioners. So, I mean, you really do drive, uh, draw people from all over the yeah. place. Way out in Wisconsin, Culver, way out St. John's. Yeah. And we have two now, right? Isn't there two moms groups? Or is that other one still going? The Queen of Peace is doing one. Okay. Did it spin yeah. off of the one here? Yes. Okay, well, well hopefully it'll keep going. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what would you say is the, um, uh, uh, Cheryl, the importance of, let's say people are listening out there and say, you know what, I wish I live in a more of a rural area or I don't have anything like around here in my area that would be akin to that. What would you say to some moms out there that might be listening? It's like, I wish I could plug into that. I mean, what what kind of advice would you give them to maybe starting something off like this? Um, it's always nice to have a friend to do it with so you have support. And so when you meet together, when you if you start your own group, that you have someone there to talk with and welcome everyone, makes it easier. Like, what do you mean more, more like? Well, what, I mean, books I, to use? No, or? no. It's like, so, I mean, I wish a mom's listening out there. I wish, oh, I wish we had that. What would you, what was, what advice would you give her? So, so get another friend to start it off. But what else? Right. Cause it's hard to do it alone. Would you approach uh, a, I mean, would you approach the parish priest or would you try and keep that within the Catholic realm or the uh, church? It's, it's good to have the priest cause he gives you ideas and can mm-hmm. come visit. And then what I would just do is at mass before or after, if I saw a mom, I would just invite her. I'd have my calendar and invite yeah. her to come. And So you were actively recruiting in the parish. Yeah. And then when we first started, there wasn't the internet or cell phones. So yeah. I actually like picked up a phone and I called everyone that signed up was each a, week. Was it, a rotary di- was it a rotary dial? <laughs> Push button. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and I called them up and I go, remember, it's mom's group Thursday at 930. Yeah. And, and, so, oh. and so how often do you guys meet? We meet... The second and fourth Thursdays of each month, okay. so twice a month during okay. the school year. Okay. Um, at St. Elizabeth's. This year? Um, this year, yeah, just because of the COVID. Right. Yeah. And what would you say as far as, like, do you get a lot of um, moms giving talking to you about what it's done for them? Has yes. At, when we were probably, like, maybe 10 years into it. I started, it was getting really hard to bring all my little kids there and get them all ready in the morning. And so I'm like, I think I'm just going to quit this. It's just not worth all the trouble. And I had my friend Mary who came to mom's group and she had baby twins at that time. And she's like, I'm so glad you do this group because it's the only time I can get together with moms that think like I do. All my other people she knows were in the secular world and they didn't understand her Catholic faith and how she's raising her family and how she was open to life. And so it just was so important to her that she could come here. And so the moms are feel. pretty traditional Catholics. That right. Come, right. Yes. 
Do you have any moms that are not Catholic that ever come? We had Nicole, who she wasn't Catholic and turned Catholic in the and process Mandy. of, and Mandy, yeah. We've converted a few. And we've had a couple that were Protestants and would come and just visit. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. It's just such a good group, and the love that's in there, it just, you can't. you got to go every time. And I know this, for this COVID time, I know we don't have the mom, we don't have anybody watching the kids, so I guess I should say, if anybody's actually interested in going, yeah. um, we don't have daycare right now for the children, so that's one thing. Hopefully. You're we'll, more than welcome. We'll be back to next year, I hope, regular with the nursery. I hope so. That was always important when we started, to have the nursery so that young moms could come and leave their kids in the nursery and get a break and just pray and share and get support from each other. And you'll bring back that later. Yes, after COVID. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, and you had mentioned St. Elizabeth. St. Elizabeth, of, of course, is uh, about six miles west of St. James, where you normally have it. So it's another small parish of mine. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, so it's 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 great. And, you know, we're going to be we're talking to Cheryl Foldesey here and uh, Real Presence Live. I'm Father Rich Kunst, and this is Cindy Jennings, my co-host. And we'll be talking to her after this short break, a little bit more about the Moms Group. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small-town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. Have you ever worried about someone's salvation, especially one who died by suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for their eternal fate. They die in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of St. Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so. He says that many times the soul illuminated by a ray of his final grace turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow! We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. I'm Father Paul Rutten, the pastor of St. Mary in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I'm one-third of Rutten Radio on the Real Presence Radio Network. On behalf of my brothers Rutten, I'd like to invite you to join us for Rutten Radio, Wednesday morning, November 4th at 7 a.m. as we discuss the movie of the month, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. We will also delve into the church's teaching on purgatory and how we can better understand this gift of love. See you then. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. 
Good morning, just like that recorded voice just said, you are listening to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Richard Kunst, and I am along here with Cindy Jennings, and we are coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, God's Country, and uh, we're talking to Cheryl Foldesey. Cheryl is like the founder of a mom's group here at St. James, but is very big in Catholic world of Duluth, Minnesota in general. And so, uh, how are you doing, Cheryl? Are you still nervous? Not as nervous. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> Oh, good. So we'll have to change that then. Okay. So, so, okay. So here's the deal. So not, you're not only doing books, right? I mean, what else happens? I mean, I mean, cause I go there sometimes. Yes. So. We have many wonderful priests. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to tee that up to, for you to say that, but we had Father Rich last week. Yeah. What, what, what we did talk? we talked about? I don't remember. What? You can't even remember what we talked about? I think we talked about. I don't think I'm very good of a, a guest voting. Then. Voting? It's always about voting. Yeah, Cheryl. we talk about politics. That's <laughs> well, it. Smoke, did you have your coffee yet this morning? And, okay. Anyhow, so, sorry. And the Pope. Oh, and, and the, the Pope. Pope. We talked about yeah. the Pope and that's controversy true. that goes around yeah. some of that stuff. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, and you have, I mean, you have Father Joe Serva, the, like the guy that kind of pushed this. Yep. He, he comes every year, right? Yep, he comes every year. He's coming okay. next week, November oh, okay. 12th. All right. And we usually have Father Michael Gary comes. Why? Because we like him. Okay, he's super right. smart. <laughs> <laughs> he's really and smart. It seems like he's probably the best one in our diocese. Well, she's, thanks a lot. The best one. What does <laughs> well, that even mean? I'm just kidding. I'm the best priest in the diocese. Well, there, I hope Father Michael Gary's listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Father Blake always comes to. Oh, okay. Year. All right. They were our associate pastors at some time. Right, right here at St. James. Yeah. So that's so how, that's how we them. got. And they get treated to lunch every time they come. So it's. They do. Fun. And normally yeah, I like ditch out of there after the mom's you run. You do. You run. You yeah, can't stand it. You're like, wow. Yeah, I've had Too enough of these ladies. Yep. Uh, so what, can you tell me about like the other things that you guys do outside of mom's group? Like, you know, little get togethers or. Yes, our mom's night out. They're pretty famous. One year we had a party bus and drove all around Duluth. What? Is this the Catholic mom's group we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> it was really fun. Uh, otherwise, we get together at each other's houses. Peggy Hogan had us over for a Christmas party one year, and Father Joseph stopped by, and it was the year that the bishop, his brother, was just Major king. Yep. Okay. And he brought him. He surprised us. Oh, cool. We were just like, oh. Now, do, 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 you moms, do you moms ever get together like in small groups in TP priest's house? Have you ever done that as a, as a mom's group? I wasn't there if that happened. Right. Well, it's happened <laughs> yeah, a couple I don't know of what times. You're talking about. I'm, assu- I'm assuming there, there were some moms in the mom's group I that were part of I think those are kind of moms that went on their own, which isn't a part of the... Okay. No. <laughs> so what was... Okay, so Cheryl, what would be like... I mean, okay, listeners that are listening in and some of the books that you guys go over... Give me a few of the books so that listeners, if they don't have a mom's group, that they think would be helpful for them. Yeah, our first book we did was Father Serba suggested it. It's called Guiding Your Catholic Preschooler by Kathy Pierce and Lori Rowland. And that was, he had them in, in the entryway of the church just for families to pick up. So that we thought that would be a good book. We have copies and it's just general Catholic family ideas and prayers and uh, traditions. So that was a really good one to start with. Hmm. So that was a long time ago. Yeah. You ever think of retaking that one back and doing I it I think we did it one okay, right. one more time another year. And after a while, all the books sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> but my very favorite book. You know book, why? Because you guys don't really talk about the books. You just talk to each other. <laughs> no, I make them read, read them. them. We read them. And okay. discuss them. They all do right. get off topic, but I get it on them. All right. My favorite book of all time is The Divine Mercy for Moms by Michelle Fahil. Filney and Emily Jaminet. 
And that is when we started, we added the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. We would pray that after the rosary. So our prayer time is getting quite long. We Mm -hmm. keep adding things. But that book was just so beautiful. It's wonderful. That that one sticks out. That was a good one. Yeah. And this year we're doing Danielle Bean's book. It's called Giving Thanks and Letting Go, Reflections on the Gift of Motherhood. So Danielle Bean is like my age. And so she has kids getting married now. And she's got like a a little bit So she's a little bit older? Yeah, not as old as you, but (laughs) (laughs) for my age, quite young. And uh, so she just reflecting back at at what it was like being a mom and having like eight kids and going to the grocery store. And then in a blink of an eye, they're all older and can take care of themselves and and then how she missed it. But in the right. time, in when she was in the trenches, it was super hard. But now she can look back. So, as a mom that is in that period of time now, where you see your kids getting older, they're certainly much more independent. I mean, what do you say to to, to moms that are listening in and the craziness of life that they're still like the chaos that they have to deal with? I mean, what's your words of wisdom to moms like well, that? Since you've been with this moms group from day one, you helped start it. I mean, you have a lot of, uh, I'm sure, insight to stuff like yeah. that. Peggy Helgen, who does the mom group with me. She would always tell me when my kids were little, just enjoy it. This is the best time of your life. And I didn't believe her because I'm like, this will never end. It just goes on and on and on. But now Daniel's 11 and no more diapers and no more babies waking me up at night. And now it's sad. It's sad. In a way. Yeah. But it's a good move to the future and mix. And then the grandkids. Yeah. We've had a lot of tears on this book so far. So really? we only I can, read. I can't this. even imagine. We only read the group. introduction, and we oh, can yeah. barely get through it. It's a <laughs> and this is why guys don't normally come to these types of things. Well, so maybe what do you, you so, should? Well, what what do you guys do? I mean, sorry. What do you girls do? Do you go do you go around and take turns reading it, or how does this go? Yes. And so is that like the whole time? So you do the prayer time, and then after. So I'm only there when I'm like a guest. But so and when I. Drop in. So you do the, you do the prayer time, and then you just take turns reading, and then what do you do? Talk about it. Yeah, and at the prayer time too, we do prayer requests, and so we get to all share what's going on with our lives, and then we have Starbucks coffee and a treat, and then we read the book and break it up in little parts, and then stop and discuss sections of it together and how it relates to us and how it um, how we can help each other. So how. F- so, okay, let's say you're getting close to the end of the year because you don't do this during the summertime, right? Right. So, and you got like, you know, we got 80 pages left of this book. We've been talking too much, right? Do you like, do you like clamp down and say, okay, we got to read more? Well, it, sometimes it takes us two years oh, okay. to do one book. Okay. You know, under one. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, but that's like we said, thing, a lot right? of them are kind of the same. So it, it's good to. I like, I mean, I love the idea of the fact, and this is why I think the moms group have some notoriety around here is that, that. You, I mean, the book is kind of like a filler in some ways, you know, I mean, it, it, but you provide, uh, an, an opportunity, an avenue for moms all around the area, good, you know, faithful Catholic moms that take their faith seriously to be able to relate to others, you know? And so, I mean, I know concerns with COVID and stuff like that, but let's say there are, okay, after today, like right now, let's say that there's some moms in the local area and they reach out to you now. I mean, how would they reach out to you? And are you even welcoming more people because of covid yeah we're we have a large group yeah so i um, but, really... but this is but this is what i'd say is that when i was there last week it's like half of them weren't there 
What was that all about? I don't know. I have well, small listen, and, you, and then is... wait a minute. And then Cheryl can you remember what I was talking about? <laughs> so between having like I'm just small people and then the amount of people and Cheryl not even remembering what I was saying, now I think I know the answer. So normally, how many how many moms you get? About twenty, maybe. Okay, all right. So I had three. Last but year, part, right? No, part of the problem is we don't have the childcare. We have a lot. Of, we have a lot problem. of young moms right. right now that would love to go. We just can't. Oh, I'm just kind of can't do it. So it's not Cheryl's fault. We're going to blame it on the COVID. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, you know, here's the one thing I'd throw out. And I was kind of fishing for this answer from you a little while ago. That's okay. Is that you should talk. <laughs> definitely. They should talk to their priest, right? Talk to the priest. Yes. They, I mean, you want his support in regards to like parish support. If this is going to be a parish, especially a Catholic thing, you want his support because he can help push it from the pulpit and the blessing of the pastor is important. Yes. And so if, a, okay, so. What would you say then, just to kind of tee up that question again, what would you say to a, a young mom out there listening right now? It's like, well, what, what do I say to my priest? And what, what, you know, how do I get his support type of thing? Because not all priests would probably be open to something like this. Yeah. You can explain to them how important the group is to help young families. And they that by having that group, you're bringing people into the church. And so I think the priest Have you seen like some that. of that? Have you seen, because you were mentioning the... The one mom that came that wasn't Catholic, but she became Catholic. Yeah. Is that part of the mom? I mean, I don't know what credit, who she would give credit to, but mom's group or her husband, I don't know. Probably a mixture. Yeah. Mom's group, so, I think, would help her. So she, you have, you've seen some of that con- conversion. Yes. Okay, that's great. And then we make friends like that last a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We make some really good friends, and I think it doesn't really matter if you are Catholic or not Catholic. It's just an amazing group. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's nice to see people from the outside coming in, don't you think? Yeah. And another thing uh, which you could talk about um, is some ex- extra stuff that we do, like the baby shower. Oh, yeah. So we, we do, do a pro-life baby shower every year, and we all bring gifts and then bring them to the women's care center downtown. Yeah. No, it's good because you you want to not just talk about the faith and pray. You want to funnel that faith into mm-hmm. some service. And so that's, you know, right. that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Is there any other memories that you can think of, like just things that have In the last minute we out? have here? Um, no. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. I want to know a little bit more about that party bus that you guys rented. That's what I want to know. Well, if we get the party bus, are you going to be on it? No. Oh, come on. A priest with a bunch of moms going around town on a party bus? We're just praying at different locations. What well, do you think co- we're doing? Why do they call it the party bus then? <laughs> party prayer. I want to say one more thing that the most, the three most important things is to have for the moms group is have prayer and fellowship and study. And Father Serber always told us you need that. Cause if you didn't have fellowship, they wouldn't feel like they belong there. They want to, won't want to join the church. So all three of those things, but you have to study and get close to God. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and if you if you are with others of the same faith or the same values, you are going to grow close together, especially if you're praying together. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I certainly encourage any of the moms that are out there listening to um, uh, to try and start something like that up. Cheryl, you've been a great guest. Thank so, you for uh, Thank me. you very much. It wasn't so bad after all, was it? No, it was fun. You all can right. check it off your bucket list now. Yeah. Bucket all list, bucket right. list. Well, thanks for listening. We're, uh, we're done with Cheryl. We're not done with Cheryl, but after the break, we're going to come back. And we're going to have the call-in segment, Straight Talk. You can call in with all your questions. You can call in right at the very beginning of the segment after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 